0: What do you name your first child? Like, you think about it and you think, man, I can't mess up. I can't mess this one up. This is our first child. This is a big deal. And so you make lists. If you're anything like my wife and I, that's what we did. We made lots and lots and lots of lists. I mean, we made lists for months. And I would come home from work or Stephanie would come home from work and Steph would say, what do you think about this name? Or I would say, hey babe, I was thinking, or hey, I went through uh this uh new book that I just picked up and I I saw three new names that I like, and, and it's this name and that name and this name. What do you what do you think? And it's so funny because for us, it was hard to agree on a name. I don't know how many children you have. I don't know how the naming process was for how it happened for you. I, I know some of our friends, they name uh, their child in the hospital. Actually, named them in the hospital. Um, I had one friend that they had no clue, like no clue what they're going to name them all the way the birth, and then absolutely no clue. And then it came to them in the hospital. I know other people that man they knew ahead of time. If I have a son, this will be his name. If we have a daughter, this will be her name. Names are so important. We we wanted to get the name right, and so we made list. We, I, I remember this one list that I had, and it had every name A to Z. If it was a boy, every name A to Z if it was a girl. And then it had the name, and it had the meaning of the name, right? Because meanings of names are everything. And so I was pretty excited because then I had another page, OCD maybe, I don't know. Then, then I had another page. On the other page, it had names together. So it had the first and the middle. And I remember getting so excited about this. Would We have a boy, Would we have a girl. What will we call our first child? Maybe you can go there with me. Maybe you remember naming your children. Maybe, maybe your husband, you know, OK, OK, all right. And, and you named him after him. you know it's like, uh, OK, OK, but after this, you know, we're going to think of some more creative names. And uh, we're going to think of some different names. Uh, you know, naming someone, naming a baby, a child, can create a little bit of tension. How many know what I'm talking about? Anyone out there, did you have a little tension in naming a child? Anyone? Any OK, awesome. All right, good stuff. Now I know where I fit in. There's like six of us. Everyone else, they just got along real great. They said, Ben, sounds good. That sounds good. But my wife and I, man, we were back and forth trying to get the right name. In fact, I'll never forget. I've told uh, this before, but I'll never forget my wife's incredible idea. This was pre-Pinterest. It's a little shout out to her creative vibes. But she said, Tim, why don't we get a box? Why don't we wrap it? And when we go to this checkup, instead of finding out, what the sex of our baby's going to be in September, why don't we find out Christmas morning? And so we went in with this box that she had picked out, and she had wrapped, and she gave it to our nurse. And we went in there, and and actually it was a midwife, and the midwife uh, smiled when she could tell what it was. She smiled, and I remember wanting to know so bad. I was like, I changed my mind, honey. What is it? You know, I wanted to know right off the bat, and she's like, no, no, no. And And the midwife wrote down, and there we were Christmas morning, and the first present, we're opening up this box, opening it up. We're going to find out, not only if it's going to be a boy or a girl, but we're going to find out some of the names that we've been working on. And, And we opened it up, and it says this. It says, congratulations, congratulations, it's a boy. And I remember the excitement, man, the new dad, man. I was so pumped. I was like, yeah, man, we're going to have a boy. I remember that. Now, here's what we all have in common. What we all have in common is that mom and dad, more than likely, they named us. But the Christmas story is a little bit different. That's not how it happened. You can read in Matthew chapter 1 and Matthew chapter 2, and you can read in Luke Um, chapter 1 and 2, and and you get a a better picture of the Christmas story. But when I think about the birth of this baby, right, that's really what Christmas is all about. I think about Jesus. I want you to look. We're going to put the verse on the screen here. Let's go to Matthew. We're going to pull up Matthew. Has a very, very incredible verse. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 1. We're going to read one verse. Verse 21, and she will have a son. Now, this is the angel speaking to Joseph in a dream. That's what this is. But you have to understand something that Gabriel, who is the archangel that stands in the very presence of God, Gabriel had already appeared to Mary before she was even pregnant. And Gabriel told her, You will conceive the father. And then he mentions the Holy Spirit would like hover above her and would put Jesus inside of her. That's the Trinity right there. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one. And they're working together. And so here's this teenage girl, and she finds out from Gabriel, who he says, I stand in the very presence of God. You're going to have a son. You're going to have a child. And the Bible says she wondered and considered these things. And what that means is she wrestled with it for a little bit. And I'm thankful that, you know, that God is a patient God. God allowed, God allowed her some margin, if you please, to wrestle with this for just a little bit. She's wrestling with it. And then she says to the angel Gabriel, how can this be? I'm a virgin. And then he explains it to her. That God is going to do a new thing. And you're going to carry the son of God. Of the living God. Now I want you to think about this one word. Name. A lot goes into names. How many like your name? Would you raise your hand? How many like your name? How many like your first name? You like your first name? How many like your first name, but you don't like your middle name? Uh-huh. How many like your first and middle name, but you don't like your last name? No, I was just kidding. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> just a trick question. Right. There's something about a name. Right. Like my uncle Chuck. I remember being on my hands and knees and I remember putting in a wood floor and he was paying me. I was in the ninth grade and he was paying me. He was paying me Sonic. And then he told me, he said, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you some cash. You got to work really hard. And I remember for hours, man, I I literally, I remember this was real wood. This was, this, if any of you put in a real hard, hardwood floor, this, this was not easy. And I'm working, I'm sweating. And I'll never forget Uncle Chuck saying, Tim, you know, whenever you work, what you're doing is you're autographing your last name. And so whatever you do, you do your best because your name is. Means something. In fact, Proverbs says this, that a good name is better than a lot of riches. Names are extremely important. Well, this baby, when I think about the Christmas story through this angle I, and through this lens, I think about the power of this baby being named, not from his dad, not from his mom, but being named from God the Father. And God the Father sending his angel, must be a pretty awesome angel, to be in the very presence of God. And he sends his angel, and this angel doesn't appear like he appeared to Joseph in a dream a couple times. This angel appears live to Mary, and he says, fear not. You're going to have a son. Look at this verse one more time. I love this. I want to point this out. Matthew 1 verse 21. She will have a son and you are to name him Jesus. For he will, what's the next word? Save Save. his people from their sins. I started thinking about this. No other name. There's no other name like Jesus. No baby ever got their name from heaven. Mama's named the baby. Daddy named the baby. Mom and daddy named the baby. But this was a heavenly name because this was a unique story. This is God coming to earth to become a baby. He left heaven to come to earth to be with us so one day we could be with him. He left heaven and became like us so that one day we could be like him there's no other name his name's Jesus they didn't call him Bob or Bill or Tim this was a different name this name was Jesus now I want to tell you real quick a couple of things about a name um I, I love this verse in in Acts I want you to listen to this. Acts, we'll put it up on the screen. Acts chapter 4, 10 through 12. Let me clearly state to all of you. And to all the people of Israel. This is a message. Peter's speaking. And he says this. That he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. People are saying, how did this man get healed? How did he get healed? This, what would tell us about it? And Peter said, alright, I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to let you know. By the way, in the name of Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. There's the gospel. The death the burial, and the resurrection. That's why he came. He came to save his people from their sins. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name. Would you say that with me? No other name. Say it one more time. No other name. Under heaven... By which you must, you must be saved. Not we recommend it. It's really good if you do. No, Acts tells us that this name is unique. And, and at this name, which is a name like no other name, you must be saved. What does it mean to, it mean to be saved? What well, it means to accept the gift. You know, when we found out we were having a boy... We accepted that gift. That was a gift from God. And it's no more than different than how Jesus came. He came as a gift. You know, tomorrow, maybe tonight for some of you, maybe it's tradition tonight for many of you, and you actually receive this gift, and you'll open it up. Maybe our, our kids, we do this. We, we give them one gift. They'll open the gift. One gift, one present. They open it up. All they have to do is receive it. That's all you have to do with Jesus Listen to this scripture, Philippians 2, 5 through 11. It says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to or to boast about. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave, and he was born. Here it is. Here's Christmas. And he was born as a human being, not a human doing. But a human being when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and he died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, or because of this reason, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him get this the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Like, do you understand what happened? Like, like that night, angels appeared. And the shepherds, they're out. It's a normal night. They're watching their sheep. And all of a sudden, angels appear, one and then many. And they say, man, for unto us is born this day a Savior. And all of a sudden, this was a new thing. This was, a, this, was, this was the good news. And Mary and Joseph and, and, and baby Jesus born. And, and then a couple of years later, probably a year and a half, two years later, the wise men, like we talked about Sunday, they come. They follow the star and they find Jesus, the bright and morning star underneath that star. Or another word for him, another name is the day star. And they find Jesus and they worship him. This is. Is God with us? And God came with us because of our brokenness and the brokenness of the world could only be made right by Jesus. Your brokenness, my brokenness. Are you broken tonight? Are you broke tonight? Our brokenness can only be healed Jesus. And that's why he came. He came to seek. He came to look for you. And he came to look for me. And he came not only to search us out, but he came to fill us up. He came to make us whole. He came to make us right with God. I love that. What's in a name? Well, they said, you're going to call him Jesus. And the angel told Mary. And then the angel tells Joseph in a dream And then they name him Jesus. And his name is the name. There's no other name. I don't know if we have that picture or not, but I saw this really awesome picture in New York City. I saw this great picture. Can you see that, Navar? Hey, let's welcome Navar, by the way. What's up, Navar? So glad that you guys came out tonight. Thank you so much. Now from Nevada, New York City, here we go. Look at this picture, no other name. That was from Hillsong. And they put it out in the screens all over New York City said one message, no other name. Do you see the significance? Can you feel it? Do you understand the importance of the name Jesus? I mean, this is the name that people have been healed by. This is the name that we pray in. We pray in the name of Jesus. This is the name that we baptize people in. We baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's the name above all other names. And I I started thinking. I started thinking about the name of Jesus. You know, there, there are many names for Jesus in the Bible, and I wrote down a few. Would you like to hear them? I was hoping you'd say yes. That's awesome. I also want to welcome not only Navarre but everyone watching online. My parents are in Tennessee watching. We got people in California watching people in South Florida, people all over that are watching right now. Listen to this. The names of Jesus. No other name. Are you ready? Let's start with letter A. He is the Alpha. That means the beginning. He's Abba Father. He's Almighty. He is the author of life. He's the author of salvation. He is the Ancient of days. Letter A. Letter B. He's the bread of life. He's the bright and morning star. C. He's the creator. He's the capstone, but not only the capstone, he is the cornerstone. And he's the Christ. Letter D. He is the day spring, but he's also the deliverer and he's my deliverer. Do you know him tonight? Do you know him? He is letter E, the everlasting father, not an earthly father, not a messed up father, but a heavenly, everlasting father. He is eternal life. He is Elohim. That's God. He is Elohim. He's everlasting God. He's the first and the last, the faithful and the true. He's the friend, your friend. He's my friend. Do you know him tonight? Is he your friend? He's the firstborn of all of creation. He's the good shepherd, but he's not only the good shepherd. The Bible says he's the great shepherd. I like that. I like that he's bookends. He's he's the good and the great. From good to great. He's everything in between. He is the good. And the great shepherd, he's the gate. He is God Almighty, God with us. And he is God the most high. He is the high priest. He's my high priest. He is hope. He's my hope. Is he your hope tonight? He is hope. He is holy. He is healer. He is my healer. My healer. He is my healer. He's the head of the church. Isn't that good news? He's the boss. He's the head of the church. I love it. He is I. He is I am. He is I am. And beside me, there is no other. He is Emmanuel, God with us, or with us is god he is jesus he's the judge of the living and the dead he is jehovah he's the king of the jews but he's not only the king of the jews he is the king of kings he is king eternal he is life he is light he is the light of the world and the lamb of god he's the living god he's the lord of lords he is the line of the tribe of judah and he is the lord of the angel armies he is jesus He is the master. He is the mighty God. He is the Messiah, the most high God. And he is the name above all other names. He is the one. If you didn't know it, do you know it tonight? He's the one. He's the omega. He is the one and the only begotten son of God. He is the perfecter of our faith, the perfecter of my faith. Do you know him tonight? He's the Passover lamb, but he's not only peace. He's the prince of peace. He is the rabbi and rabbi He is the ruler and the rock and the redeemer. He is the resurrection and the life. He's the savior. He's the son of David, but he's the son of man. But he is, don't get it wrong, the son of God. He is the truth, the true vine, the true light. But he's the unspeakable gift. He's the vine. He's the way. He's the wisdom of almighty God. He's the word of life, but he's also the word Of God. And he is the wonderful counselor. Do you know him tonight? And he's also Yahweh. That's who he is. He's the name. No wonder. No wonder why a star led to. His presence. No wonder why a host of angels sang. No wonder why. why Incredible wealthy. Intelligent men. Laid flat on their faces. When they saw him. Because they'd been studying stars for years. They'd been watching the stars in the skies and predicting things. But all of a sudden, they saw this one star that was different than any other star. But that star led to the star. And when they saw the star that led to the star, they bowed down to worship him. They believed. Do you believe tonight? Christmas is about believing. This morning, I watched this movie with my kids, Miracle on 34th Street. Been a long time since I've seen it. So long, I don't even remember most of it. It's still about believing. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? I want to ask you tonight very briefly do you believe? Do you believe in the name above every other name? Have you ever accepted Jesus as your Savior? Someone once said believing that Christ died, that's history. But believing that he died for me, that's salvation. And I wonder tonight, do you know him? If you don't, then I want to give you an opportunity. As simple, so simple. It's as simple as putting your faith in him. You say, Tim, I got a problem. I've never seen him. That's okay. I never saw George Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe Adams, Jackson Van Buren, Harrison Tyler, Polk and Taylor. I never saw any of those guys, but I believe Why? Because there were eyewitnesses that recorded and told me. We got a Bible, a text message from God Almighty who tells us all through the Bible. I don't have time tonight, but I could go from Genesis to Revelation and show you how every book of the Bible points to Jesus. Do you know him tonight? He's different than religion. He's an actual person who knows everything about you and loves you. It's real simple. God loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes, believes. Boy, we go through a lot of trouble, don't we? To keep people believing. Some of you will go home, you'll stay up late, won't you? Belief is a powerful thing. Why can't we put our belief in Him? If you don't know Him tonight, He knows you and he loves you. And all you have to do is put your faith in him. Make Jesus the Lord of your life tonight. I'd like to lead you in a simple sinner's prayer. Where you're talking to God, not to me. But it's a prayer where you are surrendering your life to him. You're asking him. You're trusting him to do for you what you could never do for yourself. With heads bowed and eyes closed. Momentum Church, we're going to do it like we always do it. I'm going to lead us in the sinner's prayer. And you pray with me out loud. And some of you, I believe with all my heart, you'll pray it tonight. No better night than tonight, Christmas Eve. You'll pray it for the first time. And you will put your faith instead of depending on, hey, I'm yeah, I hope I go to heaven if it's real. Because I was baptized as a kid, as a baby. Or instead of, well, I've gone to church my whole life. Or instead of saying, you know, I'm just trying to be good. You know, I've, really, I've never really done anything like... You know, I've never killed anybody. I've never. No, 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 no. None of, none of those things. We, we can never be good enough. It, we, we all come short of the glory of God. We all fall short of his perfection. But he loves you. And that's why he died for you. Because he is the lamb of God. And he came to be the savior of the world. That's the good news. That's what Merry Christmas really means. Would you pray and invite them into your heart right now? Would you repeat after me? Dear God, let's pray it out loud. Church, dear God, I confess tonight that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. You've seen all of my sins. All of them. The ones no one else knows about. And you still love me. And you still choose me. And you still forgive me. Tonight I accept your love, Jesus. And all that goes with it. Thank you for dying for me. Shedding your blood. So I could be forgiven. And being raised to life. I receive you tonight, Jesus. As the greatest gift ever given.